the Museum of Arts and Culture and uh, Wes Jessup, Executive Director of the Museum of Arts and Culture. That is your title, isn't it? That's right. Okay. You folks are celebrating a certain level of an anniversary, right? That's right. We, uh, well, a lot of people know the museum opened in 1916, but in 2001, a substantial new addition was built at the museum and opened. And so this weekend, we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of that um, incredible expansion that allows us to reach so much more of the community and have different exhibitions, larger exhibitions. um, And it also allows for a lot more collection storage uh, because we have a large uh, permanent collection. And you've um, you've not been here for those past twenty years. You've been here for what about three years? Um, actually, five. Five. How time flies. Okay. Well, it then does. then talk a little bit about um, what you've inhabited for five years, and and more exactly what it has allowed, even as we're on our way to some of your thoughts about where it should go. Yeah, well, the museum prior to the Northwest Museum of Arts and Culture, it was the Cheney Coles Museum. A lot of people grew up with the Cheney Coles Museum, which, um, you know, had, which was just a smaller footprint. It was a smaller building. Um, And so the expansion really allowed for us to bring more of the collection out. It allowed for larger traveling exhibitions. And, um, you know, it allowed us to really highlight some of the amazing pieces of our parts of our collection, like the um, like the Plateau Tribal Collection, which is the largest of its kind. So um, 2001 was a watershed year for the museum, for the MAC, and uh, it involved the name change, you know, changing the name of the museum, which was a big deal. Um, so, yeah, it's been an incredible 20 years, and I've been here for five years, and um, that's done really well. We've had, you know, 2019 was our, the biggest year in the history of the museum ever in terms of visitors, and in terms of uh, exhibition attendance, which was really exciting, we had some really wonderful shows that brought the community together. And then, um, of course, we've kind of been living with COVID the last couple of years, but we have, you know, some really exciting plans for the future, Vern. I think there's a there's a there's a lot that we're looking forward to. The, when it was named the Museum of Arts and Culture, there was a logo created in which each of those three letters had a different look, representing three different aspects of your mission. Is that still the same? Do you still have those three basic pillars of your mission? We do. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. The, um, you know, the regional history piece, the, the art, and also our tribal, um, the, the tribal, you know, piece of the museum, which is, which is major. So all three of those kind of weave together and you know, a lot of the staff say when you know we're doing our best when we can create exhibitions and programs that weave all three of those together and bring them together. And so we try to do that as much as possible. And for people that haven't walked in the door, there are interesting nooks and crannies and aspects of your campus. There are the the kids. The, I've been for years taking my kids to that kids' engagement room down on that lower level, and then you have that outdoor amphitheater. You have that traditional auditorium in the old building that you've always had. Talk a little bit more about some of the nooks and crannies of your space. Yeah, so the museum, uh, we have five 
kind of traditional gallery spaces in the main museum gallery section. But you're right, we do have um, kind of a create, we call it the create space where kids are able to play and um, there's different interactive kinds of activities for children. We also, a lot of people don't know, we have a boardroom that is used frequently by different community groups um, when we're open. Um, that's a beautiful boardroom that kind of overlooks the valley, the Spokane River Valley. Um, and uh, we have a little cafe, which has been closed because of COVID, but will reopen in the new year. So, um, and then, of course, we have the Campbell House, which a lot of people um, visit when they come to the museum. They, they stop over at the Campbell House as well. So that's a... Uh, 1898 historic home that the museum has carefully restored over the decades and is a beautiful example of turn of the last century architecture and design. So that gives some sense of what is and what's recently has been. Now let's let's get into the the plans and the dreams. <laughs> yes, well, it's exciting that you brought that up because our board and our staff recently completed a strategic plan in November. It was approved by the board, and it really looks to the future. It not only talks about you know strengthening our internal operations, but really looking at expanding our audience and our community and our region. And it looks at access for all and being accessible to all parts of the community, which is so critical. Um, the museum is just one of these, you know, museums are one of these rare places. They're not, there's not, there's not really anything like them in our society. So it's a place where everybody can come together. And um, we want to make sure that there's, that there's uh, all people in our community can access the museum. We're also looking at some of the space challenges we have right now, Vern. We, you know, we have these very large collections that sit in storage. And I know, I think you've been back in the storage before, but you know that there's, you know, tens of thousands of objects. And um, we're not always able to get them out into the space as it is right now. So we're looking in the future at, um, you know, is there a way we could expand our footprint to bring out a permanent display of our collection, which we, we don't have the space to do that right now. Um, and so we're, we're looking at that and thinking, wow, how could we, you know, really connect this important historic collection on, in a permanent way to our community and make it accessible to everybody all the time. Anybody who stops by the museum could look at our permanent collection. Right now, we don't, we're not able to do that given the space uh, limitations that we have. So that's something that the board and the staff are, will be exploring in the next, uh, next two, three years. Okay, the famous journalist question. Okay, <laughs> how? What are, what are hopes, what are, what are thoughts, um, you know, the things that you don't want to answer because they might not happen, but would that imply building new space? Would that imply uh, going out to other spaces in the community? Well, I think, you know, the great thing about the MAC is it has a five, we're on a five-acre campus, so we actually don't use all of the space on our campus right now. And there's, as you know, there's some, you know, some very manicured front lawn, but there's also some back spaces that go up to Riverside that are, you know, that are more like woodsy areas. So there's, I think there's opportunities for us to really look at how can we get another, you know, 20, 25,000 square feet um, on this campus that would allow for a permanent collection display. Um, you know, I, we've been talking a lot in the last few months with um, school districts and with ESD and, you know, really thinking about how we can better serve the schools. And there's a, you know, there's mandates that are out there, state mandates that require 
um, you know, public schools to engage with tribal um, history and tribal knowledge and, um, and aspects of the culture. And we want to be able to accommodate that in a way that's ongoing and permanent. So I think there's some exciting ways that we can really work together um, with other groups in the community to see if, uh, if this is feasible and how we could go about doing this in a way that would really impact the community. Which would come under the title of outreach, I presume. Exactly, yes. I'm speaking with Wes Jessup, the executive director of the Museum of Arts and Culture, about some plans. And that even in celebrating this 20th anniversary, you're at least going to have a birthday party this weekend, aren't you? We are, yes. On Sunday at 1 o'clock, um, we are going to have some birthday cake and coffee for our visitors. Um, I know that some of the staff members who are retired now but were were around in 2001 and were instrumental in bringing, um, bringing this museum to life um, will be there as well. And so it's, it's, just, it, it's a pretty informal thing. You know, with COVID, we can't really do a big event. And so we're really kind of doing a low-key on-site um, uh, celebration. And so I think it'll be a really fun time for people. We're also discounting admission by 20%. So if, if you want to come to the museum, there's a 20% discount on admission, um, which is great. We have a wonderful Tiffany exhibition, which has been really popular, especially on the weekends. We're getting a lot of visitors in, and it's just a beautiful show. So, um, yeah, it's a great uh, – th this Sunday from – it's like I said, it goes from 1 to 3, but I think at 1 o'clock we'll have some remarks. And, um, you know, the community really came together for this museum in 2001. The state of Washington funded, you know, I think it was around $20 million dollars um, and the community stepped up with another $10 million. It was about a $30 million project. And so um, we had our legislators in Olympia really pulling for this. Lisa Brown was instrumental in making this happen and getting it across the finish line. And then, of course, the museum had some wonderful staff, you know, many staff members at that time. Of course, Jamie Johnson was there and was instrumental in raising the funds locally. And uh, so it's just a really fun time to think back about that moment in history and how the community came together to see the Mac into this new millennium, you know, which is what it was at the time. December is always a time for events and celebration and people with the desire to go out. So let me know what else you have in mind for this month. I think you have a tour for, for tomorrow. Yes, and we have the um, – so we have uh, – in the evening, we have uh, – the, the campus is lit, and we have some decorations from the old department store. The name of the department store just went out of my head. I'm sorry. The Crescent, um, maybe? That had, yes, the Crescent. Thank you for having <laughs> around. Um, the Crescent – we have some uh, displays of Crescent holiday displays up, so that's really cool. That's really fun to look at. And, um, you know, the Campbell House is, um, is beautifully decorated. It's a little understated. You know, that's the way they did it back then. It's, a, it's consistent with photographs of the era, which is kind of cool. Um, and then on December 17th through 19th, we actually have our Campbell House holiday uh, program, which happens from 12 to 4. And, um, and, you know, normally that's a much – that goes on for many more weekends. Again, because of COVID, when we planned this, we weren't really sure how much time we would have. So we had to – it's a little more compact this year, December 17th through 19th. And that's when you can meet, you know, the living history characters, including the cook, 
and you can get our famous holiday cookie and, you know, celebrate um, by seeing the house at that time. So um, check out our website, uh, which is northwestmuseum.org for the latest holiday events. And um, you'll be able to find something that hopefully can work with your family. And uh, and we're, we're expecting a lot of people this holiday season. I think everybody's ready to get back outside and get out get out and uh, see things last year. There was just so many limitations. Wes Jessup of the Museum of Arts and Culture, not only what's being planned for the immediate future, but certainly for the greater future of the Museum of Arts and Culture. Sounds like a great ride. Enjoy that ride, Wes. Thank you so much, Vern. It's good to talk to you. Glad to.